Welcome to Future Stories podcast with Cambridge Wireless, a leading international community of over a thousand companies involved in the R&D and application of wireless, mobile, internet, semiconductor, and software technologies. I am your host, Nadia Aziz, co-founder of Unbounded Future, a digital health and deep tech consulting company for early and growth stage startups here in the UK. I am also a special interest group champion of future devices and technologies at Cambridge Wireless. We have lined up some amazing and inspirational future makers that are disrupting the marketplace with breakthrough technologies. We hope through our show, they will also inspire other creators to bring radical innovations that will improve our lives. Today, I'm pleased to host Olu Orogbo, a senior leader and seasoned professional with over 20 years experience leading businesses through change, transformation and migration into digital environments. CEO of Synergy Organizational Solutions, she has assisted a range of companies from startups through to high growth scale ups to FTSE listed companies, both in the UK and internationally, to embrace digital technology safely whilst remaining resilient and responsive to the rapidly changing environment. Olu is also on the advisory board of Cambridge Wireless. Today, we are here to talk about the Cambridge Wireless partnership with the Sherry Blair Foundation for Women, which was led by Olu. Hi, Olu. Welcome to the special episode on women in business. Thank you for joining. And I'm so, so pleased to have you here. It's my absolute pleasure to be joining you here today, Nadia. It's a uh, you know, really important time and timely discussion. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to being part of this discussion. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So uh, Olu, recently I attended your launch event with Cambridge Wireless and Sherry Blair Foundation for Women, supporting women to combat the effects of COVID-19. Um, can you tell us more about this, this program and your role specifically and, and what drove you into, in, into this program, this exciting program? Yeah, no, uh, this is a, a really important time at, at, at this moment in time. So what we're seeing is that a lot of women entrepreneurs and specifically within the low and middle income countries are being negatively impacted in terms of their business uh, as a result of COVID-19. And before I actually talk through, you know, what the, um, the reasons behind us um, putting together this program, this launch, as you, as you correctly added, I just want to give you some stats here. So the World Economic Forum, um, they performed a report, um, a global gender gap report, and they found that in the area of economic participation and opportunity, it will take 257 years to close the gap between men and women. And we're also seeing that, you know, in some countries, um, so we're also seeing within the World Bank, for example, that in lower income countries, working as an employee for both men and women is not the norm. So in order to be able to support their families and their communities, then entrepreneurship and owning businesses is the only option available for for many women um, within those societies. 
And this, as a result of COVID-19, we saw that these women, if they did not have the support, already they were experiencing significant um, issues um, because of their gender, we knew that that would have a massive impact on their ability to continue to run their businesses. As a result of that, we put together a program called Rebuilding Business Following COVID-19 with a number of uh, uh, participants. Um, and that was a joint activity between um, Cambridge Wireless and also the Cherie Blair Foundation for Women. Great, fantastic. So um, in terms of uh, running this program and creating uh, the program itself, the different agendas, the different modules that you, you build, um, how did you come about uh, creating that? And, and who were your allies during this, this whole process? Yeah, so I, I have to say that, that there was no way that we would have um, built this program you know, alone. Um, and I have to say CW Cambridge Wireless were absolutely fantastic in merging their experience as you know technology that's through their cw unplugged program and i have to you know, thank obinaha in in that sense as well as the the rest of the cw team and then we also worked with a number of um, women who were also passionate around doing something to help other um, female-owned businesses so for example organizations such as svlc voice training um, also, we worked with a, a digital marketing agency called Rubber Cheese and King's College London. So as you can see, there was, this was a joint initiative between a number of different parties, um, in addition to the Cherie Blair Foundation for Women. And all of those individuals were involved in building specific modules, um, which I have to say were, were created in a very short time frame. So six weeks between the initial conversation and actual launch of the program. Um, following the, the building of the program, it, it, um, it was rolled out to um, over, women in over 70 countries globally, um, and we're hearing that it's making some really positive impacts, certainly in terms of what they're doing right now. That's such a great story and such a big impact. You should be so proud. Uh, it's a wonderful job. Um, can I ask you, uh, you know, with your experience now that you have launched this program in, in 70 countries, uh, do you think there is a parallel in the way that um, COVID has impacted lives of women in these countries versus the lives of uh, the lives of women in the UK or in Europe? And 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 how do you think that you know we could close the gap if there is one uh, in, in in this country itself? Yeah. So as a woman, it's you don't just have the, the benefit of being able to focus solely on your business. You're also a wife, you're also a mother. So there are the additional care responsibilities. And what we're finding is regardless of whether you're a woman in the UK or also a woman in the, in, in the, the lower middle income countries, those um, issues or those challenges are still the same. And I was speaking to a woman entrepreneur quite recently and she said, even if we had the ability to work from home, which they were, it's really difficult for you to suddenly just, you know, sign off and lock yourself in a room. Mm. When your baby cries, even if you have somebody to look after your child, you stop what you're doing to go and check that everything's okay. So that is the additional responsibility that women have to contend with. And, you know, during COVID-19, we found that, you know, there were lots of children who were not able to go to school. 
So we found that, you know, there were a number of, well, many women who were not only juggling with trying to um, run their businesses, reshape their businesses because the, the landscape had changed dramatically, also be able to provide themselves and their families, but they also had to look after their children and ensure that they were, you know, getting the education. So it's, it's you know, it was a juggling act and it continues to be a juggling act for many women. Yes, dear, you're absolutely right. The responsibilities are huge. And I've seen some of my friends struggle uh, while working from home and, and managing children is, is, is a huge job by itself. Uh, then we realize now the importance of uh, teachers and you know how they struggle and how they really help us uh, day in and day out. And that, that's, that's absolutely right. Um, and, and then when uh, coming back to the program and the deployment in the 70 countries, um, so could you tell us a bit more which, which countries were these? And did you face any um, challenges with the infrastructure and with, with how, did you, how, how, how did you deploy the program itself? Because you do need an army of people and you do need an army of you know, uh, connectivity and so on. So what were your key, key challenges and how did you overcome them? So I, I, I guess there, there are a number of different com components. In terms of the, um, you know, when we produced the program, there was um, a lot of effort to actually build the content, which was fine. So we had that, that knowledge and we had that ability. We also had to ensure that we were able to create a program that could be accessed and rolled up very, very quickly. So we knew that the only way to be able to do this program was through um, the online capability, given the fact that there was the lockdown and social distancing that we were seeing, not just in the UK, but all over the world, specifically within in the low and middle, middle income countries, which uh, we're focusing on. So we had to deliver this program and deliver it quickly using um, an online capability. As we built the program and the content, we realised that we didn't have a learning management system available um, and we looked at very various options. Um, in the end, we had to, we had less than a week to actually build a learning management system. And again, this is where CW Cambridge Wireless came in um, on board again. Um, and we had some of the directors from the board, um, Peter, who, who was um, involved on the technology side, and he was able to lead us through the development of that learning management system and ensure that it was fit for purpose. Having done that, the next stage was obviously, it was just a case of program managing it. And, you know, the Sheree Blair Foundation for Women had a significant network globally. They operate with delivery partners um, in, in country, so local delivery partners and referral partners. So that was then made available through those channels in addition directly to the women who they had serviced in, in the past. So it was, it was more a case of ensuring that those women were aware of this capability. I have to say, once it was launched, um, the, the take up of the program was 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 huge. We had over a thousand women actually taken up and going through the program, which was fantastic. And the feedback has been phenomenal. One of the feedbacks that we actually received was a woman who, you know, once COVID-19 hit, she, we, she struggled for the first couple of months of COVID-19. She did not did not know what to do. Having gone through and looked at the Sheree Blair Foundation for Women, which was her first point of call, she then realised that they had this programme, which we had co-delivered or co-developed. Um, and she went onto the programme and she found that, you know, we had some actionable insights and activities for her to perform. And as a result of that, she was able to pivot her business, resulting in um, new products being developed 
and also um, accessing new markets through the online channels. So that is that it's great to be able to hear some of these stories to see that this program, we saw the need, we recognised the problem, we saw the size of the problem. And through the combination of CW Cambridge Wireless with the Sheree Blair Foundation for Women and all of our wonderful supporters, we were able to pull something together quickly to deliver a solution that could help these women and protect their livelihoods. Wonderful. It's, it's so good to hear the feedback and, and success stories and, and that in such a short frame of time. So, uh, which, is, which is really amazing and incredible. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, this has impacted the number of women uh, as well and these stories uh, we'd hear. Is, is, there a, is there a place that we can go and listen to the stories and you know, get inspired or share with other women? Absolutely. So go on to the Cherie Blair Foundation for Women um, and there are videos and um, stories from, from each of their women. So you'll be able to hear some of their stories on video and also read their, their, their blogs as well. So which is great. And it's, it's great to hear that, you know, we are helping them to reshape their business. You know, our focus was to provide support that would empower these women entrepreneurs and to protect mm -hmm. business because yeah. that that was a focus at this moment in time. And I would also say not just to protect their business, but also to future proof it, because we recognize that going through COVID-19 is just one adverse event. But as a woman entrepreneur or as an entrepreneur, there'll be a whole series of events that, you know, that they would have to contend with. So the program of support that we pulled together was designed to build flexible action plans that they could put in place that were not just theory that couldn't actually be applied that they could actually take back into their businesses and keep refreshing and redoing so that it's always responsive and helping them to uh, reshape their business in response to what is taking place around them fantastic and and from from this parallel you know you you are also a woman in 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 technology you have your own company and that's driving digital transformation um, you, you, from my personal experience as well as a woman in tech, I see that there are gender gaps uh, within corporations uh, and especially as you rise up the ranks. What advice would you give to women in, who are in this, in this field, in women in technology field, and that would like to, you know, to keep pushing? And what, what, what advice would you also give to the allies, you know, not necessarily just women, but also the, the, the members around them to, to support women and to promote women and retain them in, in technology businesses? Yeah, I think, uh, and that's a really good question, Nadia. It's, it's really important not just to have, show women in your organization or show that you have women in leadership positions. Um, it's also about making sure that you have the right um, structures in place to be able to support them so that they are have you know they have the right skills the right support the right mentoring the right networks because women you know they are very capable and very competent technology is not just an area for boys it's for girls and boys it's for everybody yes. and as long as you're good at what you do they should be given the same opportunity so i think that you know organizations should create an environment that is inclusive and inclusive means understanding looking through the organization to look at how many women do we have within our technology company? What are their levels? Why is it that the numbers above a certain level are significantly lower in comparison to other positions? And by asking those questions, then you'll be able to understand, you know, what it is that we need to fix in order to 
ensure that more women are getting to the tops of the organization because that is really important you know we don't want you know we want women to be represented throughout the whole organization even in the boardroom not just if, you know at the middle and 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 lower tiers of an organization Absolutely. And are there any, um, you know, specific practical uh, steps that you would say, uh, this is the one thing that you should absolutely do in your organization to, to help um, promote women? Yeah, so for me, um, I think, as I, as I mentioned before, insight is, is the first step, because mm. you I speak to some some leaders within organizations they say we we can't get you know women in you know in positions they don't have the right skills but of course the skills are there but what is it within their organization that's stopping from women from actually progressing ask the question number one look at the data and if they say we don't have the data or we only have a certain amount of data drill down into the data what is the data telling you and and look around your organization and you'll be able to see you know whether or not you are an inclusive organization or not and if you're not ask the question what is stopping women from getting from where they are to where you want them to be on the board what training and support do you have do you have the right mentoring other they're the right internal networks available to be able to do that to provide them with those opportunities and i think that's really, really key you know so making sure that you have the right environment to be able to support women the technology and i have to say um really quickly that i, I was at an event quite recently and they talked about the fact that the technology um sector has a low representation in terms of women and also BAME people. So we have to, it's really important that we change that narrative and understand why it is that women and BAME people are not progressing when they are, when there is the competence and the skills that are readily available. No, you're absolutely right. And asking the question is so important. And especially that we see a lot of times in, in organizations, um, you know, we talk about uh, diversity and inclusion, but sometimes it just remains at that level and, and, you know, keep probing and keep asking and keep, keep inspiring. I think that's really important. A mentorship and role models are important. And to have people from the BAME background, people from the tech background, um, you know, being, being as those role models uh, and, and helping people and helping and promoting uh, other women will actually help drive that, um, the, the, the change that we are uh, hoping for and striving for. Absolutely, because we know that when you have diversity, you know, at the more senior levels, that creativity. So there is numerous, you know, a different way of thinking, different solutions. Yeah. And with the numerous research, which shows that, you know, the more diversity that you have, level then those companies tend to perform a lot better so there is a, a financial imperative yeah. to do so no you're absolutely right and even even at the uh, you know at the development level or at the lower levels uh, if i may um having diversity is important simple example you know when you're training an ai model uh, having information and having experiences from <clears throat> training data that comes from different culture actually makes the model more inclusive and, and therefore it impacts your long-term goal of your product itself. And I think you absolutely hit the nail. So it's, it's on all the sides and all the different spectrum that we're looking at for being more inclusive. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would also like to just say very quickly that for me, I'm really focused on how we can utilize technology and demystify it as well. 
Um, so there is a perception, you know, when I talk about digital technology, people automatically think it's coding, but there are a whole host of wonderful yeah. opportunities and career opportunities within this area. So when we started talking to the Sheree Blair Foundation for Women, we looked at, okay, in terms of the technology, how can it practical? We know that there is a low level of digital adoption amongst women. And maybe, you know, it's certainly in terms of women entrepreneurs, and maybe they don't want to go into the pure tech or engineering side of technology, but there is a benefit associated with understanding what technology is available for them and how it can be used in order to grow their business, make their, make their business more resilient, and also open up new markets and supply chains for them. So it's the practical elements. And I think that is really, really important, not just in terms of women entrepreneurs, but businesses as a whole. So we have to also think about, you know, it's not just about coding, there's also a practical element. And we know that through COVID-19, the level of digitalization has increased significantly. So again, I've seen some research which said, you know, what has taken place within the last six months, um, it would have taken four to six years to actually achieve that same level of digitalization under normal circumstances. So digital is not going anywhere. But we, as you know, as the tech community, and also for me, women and women entrepreneurs, this is a great opportunity to grow those skills, understand how it can be applied, utilize it within the businesses, and become much more economically empowered. And that's where the opportunity is, is, yes. is available. For, for those women. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And a lot of time it's also about awareness um, and not knowing what is out there uh, would just limit what you can actually use. And it's, it's all about finding the right tools and, and asking the right people, asking the right questions. And hopefully, and uh, you know, there is there is this information exchange that's happening, especially now I feel personally there are people who are really open to, to answering questions. Uh, who, who you may not even know and then you know they, they're ready to help out and which is which is the really good side of the of this whole human community and uh, opening up now and, and supporting each other so um, having that uh, it's it, it would be you know an added advantage for, for women uh, and, and and just everybody in general I think you know uh, honing the digital skills especially now so that's great Absolutely. Yeah. And it's about community, Nadia. I love that. So, you know, it's about community. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be an island. You know, we've got this wonderful supportive community, even within Cambridge, you know, with the wonderful ecosystem that we have yeah. available. You can learn from each other. You can share your experiences. You can learn best practice. And through COVID-19, we're seeing that, you know, I speak to all these organizations and they say, we have no precedent. Well, you have no precedent within your organizations, but there are other organizations who are going through the same sort of thing look at what they're doing, look at what they're doing well and start to apply that within your business and look after your people and grow your female talent and vain talent. Really important. That's, that's a wonderful note. And, and uh, just concluding on, uh, do you think uh, there, there are ways that um, the community can help you or is there something that um, members from Cambridge Wireless or outside can, can support you in, in your journey and in your program? and and you know, just, just, just to, you know, continue the whole community feeling about promoting uh, women in business. Absolutely. So we would love to have some help. Um, you know, one of the areas, you know, we want to create the next generation of mobile technology. 
because we want women business owners, especially in low middle income countries. And we can apply that, you know, within this country as well. But looking at low and middle income countries, we want them to be able to look at what's the next generation of technology. We hear about 5G, but there are also these other technologies, you know, get involved, help us to create what that would look like to help them around their mobile digital adoption levels. There are some real challenges around access and there's also some challenges around affordability as well. So getting you know, your thoughts and getting your support in terms of creating that next stage that will help us to address that problem will be really helpful. Um, so that that's going to be really, really key for us at this moment in time. And we've got this, um, the Sheree Blair Foundation for Women have this wonderful app called Her Venture, which is great now. Um, but what about for tomorrow? So we, we want to make sure that, you know, this gap that we're seeing is starting to reduce and we don't want to wait 257 years. We want to be, you know, even significantly shorter within the next few years. Tech has already proved itself in terms of how it can make changes mm, wonderful thank you so much and thanks so much Olu for spending time uh, with me today and really appreciate all the tips and all the advice you have given and your journey is is just so inspiring I love it and I really can't wait you know to help you and be part of this journey as well thank you so much for your time thank you Nadia thank you for having me as well thank you Bye.